Welcome to Powered by Podio. Automation is everything. Supercharge your business with Podio. Get ready for another episode of Supercharged with Jordan Samuel Fleming, your weekly dive into the awesome impact workflow and automation can have on your business when it's powered by Podio. Join us each week as we learn from the top Podio partners in the world, as we investigate system integrations and add-ons, and hear from real business owners who have implemented Podio into their business. Now, join your host, Jordan Samuel Fleming, CEO of Game Changers, for this week's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Supercharged. I'm your host, Jordan Samuel Fleming, here to talk all about the power of workflow and automation when your business is powered by Podio. Today's guests are David and Andres from Leighton. Now, they are specialists in R&D tax credits. Guys, uh, welcome to the podcast, and why don't you just introduce yourselves and uh, the company, please? Absolutely. Thanks so much, Jordan. This is David Robertson with Leighton USA. Uh, Leighton itself is a... Uh, an international R&D tax consulting firm. We're in, we're in, uh, we've been around for 22 years. We're in 10 different countries, and we specialize in uh, helping all businesses of all kinds uh, monetize their R&D tax credits and get the get the uh, credits and the incentives that they deserve that are in the tax code for, there for the taking. Um, I myself am a, I'm a tax attorney by background. I've been practicing for about eight or nine years, and in, in this field specifically for the past five. Um, working on everything from audit defense to, you know, uh, doing tax studies for startups, Fortune 1000 level country, uh, companies, and all the way up through to your, you know, your big boys. But uh, love what I do, and I'm really happy to be with Leighton. Thanks again to Jordan uh, and Andres. Yes, my name is Andres Breton, and I'm a software technical consultant. So I help here at the consulting team to basically speak with clients about their technical and software stacks, kind of go through the software and understand where the R&D and trying to help them maximize their claim. Excellent. Well, I'm really excited to have you guys on the podcast today because um, you know, we've started to introduce um, our clients to you guys. Um, because, and, I, and I'm particularly excited to have you on the podcast today because there are, really, there are a couple different people who listen to this podcast. Number one, we've got um, Podio Partners out there. Uh, if you're listening, um, these are, this is a great opportunity for you to relate to your clients as part of your sales process because actually it can help you in the sales process because you can be um, getting money um, back for your clients. And also if you're actually building out Podio for your own company, this is an opportunity to realize that the stuff that you do in Podio or that you do with clients in Podio almost always involves bespoke elements that are very, very, um, very, very uh, high up in the R&D tax credit scheme. Now I think a lot of people listening right now, guys, probably won't know much about R&D tax credits, and I'm not an expert. So if you guys, can you guys give a bit of a layman's terms as to what it means and why as a business I care about it, and as a software, maybe as someone who's investing in software or building software for other people, what does it mean? Sure, absolutely, uh, Jordan. Um, so the R&D tax credit is, uh, in, long, in long form, is the Research and Development Tax Credit. It's been around since 1981. Uh, it was instituted by Ronald Reagan and the Reagan administration back in the day to help uh, U.S. businesses compete with, at that point, the expansion from the Japanese sector and kind of uh, encourage American businesses to invest, uh, reinvest in themselves, reinvest their, their dollars that they've spent on, on activities that were designed to push things forward, push their products, push their processes uh, forward into, uh, to become uh, an, an improved 
or even brand new types of methodologies that uh, they were employing in their business. Now, as to uh, and of course, as a as any congressional legislation, um, it was it was the RD tax credit was pushed forward every you know every two years they had to renew it, um, and then finally in 2015, um, the Obama administration made it uh, made the RD tax credit part of the PATH Act, the Protecting Americans Against Tax Hikes Act, and now. So now the R&D tax credit is permanently a part of the tax code, and it can be uh, can be relied upon as part of your you know your capex or your operating expenses model you know going forward. Um, now you know a lot of people hear R&D and they think scientists and lab coats, and while that is true, you know it's not limited just to that. R&D was designed by the Congress to be as very expansive and to incorporate elements of every American industry and every industry that's out there, whether it's um, manufacturing, biotech, software, fintech, any kind, anything that's, um, that's, going, that's a going concern in the U.S. is eligible for this. It's just a matter of whether or not the activities that the company is doing um, meet the what we call the four-part test. And um, again, as, as Jordan mentioned, I'll try to put this in layman's terms and uh, interpret the IRS code, code words. A little bit for the benefit of everybody listening. Um, so essentially, it, it comes it comes down to an examination of what what is the business doing? What what are you doing on a day to day? And we take that and we look at it against uh, what we call the, the four part test. The four part test is that there is a first that there is a new or improved business component. Now, business component is IRS language. That means you have a new or improved product, a process, a technique, a formula, a software, um, or an invention. And that means something that is either brand new to you or you're improving a, an aspect of it, you're improving a feature, you're adding functionality of some kind. It doesn't have to be brand new to the, to the world. This has to be something new, new to you um, and, or something that uh, you're improving as to either a tool that's used in your business or a, something that's held for sale, lease, or license to your clients. Now, the second part of the test is that there is some level of uncertainty that needs to be eliminated. And that means that you're looking at a situation where you're not entirely 100% sure how this thing is going to look once you get it done or how it's going to operate when you get it done, but you want to try it. So in that case, you know, you're kind of going out on a limb a little bit. You're being, uh, you're being bold, which is what the government wants to re uh, reward, and, but you have some uncertainty about it. You, know, you might know your parameters. You might know your metrics, but how are we going to get there? That's the question. And to answer that question, you have the third part of the test, which is that there is an evaluation of alternatives. And again, that means... Uh, that, that's, again, a, a bunch of big words. What it actually means is that you try different things and different methodologies to accomplish the goal of eliminating that uncertainty, meaning different, uh, different approaches, different um, coding, perhaps, different um, combinations of, of steps in a production, production line, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then ultimately you come to the fourth part of the test, which is that there is principles of the hard sciences being involved. And so that, that doesn't mean you have to be, you know, doing science experiments in a laboratory, but what it means is that you're applying principles of engineering, computer science, um, chemistry, biochemistry. Basically, the idea there was that they don't want people to be just doing market surveys or, or just doing, uh, how do you feel about pink versus blue as a color scheme for this, this item, um, that, sort of, that sort of situation. So, so to wrap it up, the R&D tax credit then is essentially using principles of the hard sciences to evaluate different alternative methodologies of, of getting something done to where you, where you have eliminated that uncertainty that you had at the beginning and you've managed to deliver a new or improved product, process, or software. So can I just jump in there and ask, so 
Um, so my company, you know, um, Game Changers, we, we are a podio partner, which means that we go into people's businesses and we, you know, from scratch, design software systems using the podio ecosystem, Citrix podio ecosystem. And when we do that, we're always brought in um, because they've tried to do something or they're trying, like something's not working. They're trying, they've tried different things and, and then they find this and they're like, well, maybe this is the way we can do it. And we have no idea necessarily. We don't know where we're going to get to when we start because we don't know how it's supposed to work yet. So, and I think that's an experience that a lot of podio partners have. So is that the sort of thing you're talking about where there needs to be some level of uncertainty? We're going through and say, I've got a company that they've got a, uh, they want to make their manufacture their, or their logistics um, set up more efficient. And they've tried lots of different options. And now we're going to figure out a new way of doing it using our technology, using our platform. Does that kind of meet what you're talking about? Is that the kind of thing you're talking about? Yeah, correct. And, you know, R&D is all about developing new solutions or improve two specific domains. And it, it, it can be in any sort of domain in media, agriculture, or um, the, the, the real estate, financial, and all that kind of stuff. But you're developing these softwares, and especially when they're bespoke, that's something that, you know, as a software, in the software development lifecycle, you have a detailed plan, you know, you, you develop it to kind of out, and you alter it and maintain it to replace this sort of software. And you go through all these distinct stages of planning, designing, building, tape, uh, testing, and then deploying it. So that's an exact representation of that. Yeah, and, and to, to answer your question uh, in a little bit more detail, Jordan, um, specifically to what the situation you're describing, I mean, your, what, what you're offering is that's, that's, that's your service. That's your function as a business. That's what you're offering to your clients is that, is that development aspect. And with the, with the R&D uh, tax credit, that, that fits right in, right in line with, uh, with what you know, it's, intended to, it's intended to incentivize. Yeah, and I think that's what's really exciting and why I wanted you guys on this podcast is because, um, you know, and, and by the way, for everybody listening, we're going to put a link into the podcast of how you can submit and get these guys to contact you, um, get Leighton to contact you directly. So that if you're someone who's building Podio for your own company, say, and you're learning and you're developing new processes, get in touch with them. If you're a Podio partner and you're bringing this process and, and this discovery and this, this implementation to a bunch of clients, it's an ideal opportunity for you to get in, get in touch so you can save your clients money and they're going to want to buy more from you. So I'm going to put a link in the podcast for you. Um, now, so let me give you, so we, we do a lot of work in real estate. You mentioned real estate there. Um, we do a lot of work in real estate where what we're trying to do, you know, all these companies are trying to just improve by, by small margins. That makes sense. So when we're, when we're building a new process, we're not necessarily reinventing the world we're improving by a small enough margin that it makes them get better. Are those small margins okay, or are you talking about everything's got to be complete reinvented? No, actually entirely the opposite. What we, what we like to say is it doesn't have to be revolutionary. It just has to be evolutionary. Um, and going back to that, that first part of that four-part test, it can be new or improved. That means it doesn't have to be new to the world. It just has to be something that is an improvement, that is an incremental step in the right in, in the uh, you know in the, in the right direction, if you will, or it's adding some kind of functionality, some kind of performance. We're improving some kind of efficiency. Um, it doesn't have to be. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. So it's it's an improvement to my company, 
the fact that other people may do it already, it's not revolution. It doesn't matter. It's the fact that I'm investing in my company to be better. Yeah, it does. It doesn't have to be new. It doesn't have to be uh, new to the world. It just has to be new to you, you and your company. Excellent. Right. And, and 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 in software, you know, you always go through these iterations, and through these iterations, you're trying to improve. You know, version one, one point five. 2.0, and that's what's really great because you are going to go through these technical challenges, and that's the key part of it too. And um, so, what about like, you know, you guys, you know, software is a great example of, you, as you just mentioned, it's a continuous development. You're very rarely ever stopping. You know, we have clients who will do a phase and then they'll be like, ah, we've got something else we want to improve. Or now we want to take the thing we did and do it better because we've, we've, we, we think we can get better at it. So is this something that's an ongoing thing for people or do they have a one-shot deal? Jordan, just to get some clarity on that, are you, are you talking about a situation where they can continue to claim it uh, or is it just like one, one year that they can claim? Or is, well, yeah, like that if I'm building, if, I've, if I'm a company that's investing my processes and, and getting better year on year, do I continue to be allowed to get these sorts of R&D credits or do I have one shot at it and that's it? No, it's an, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, in fact, um, especially now with it being a permanent part of the tax code, um, it can be something that year on year is is available. It can be part of your your planning. You know, if you know you're going to spend this much x amount of dollars on these type of activities, you can even then calculate. You know, with our with our help, you can then calculate the uh, the amount of, of of refunds you can expect. And so that can be another another cash flow item that you can you can uh, depend on. And like I said, there's no limitation on on years or or, or dollars. There's no, no no limitation on dollars either, for that matter. Um, so you can claim that year on year, um, and if you're increasing your activities and you're, you know, you're constantly investing that, those, those dollars into, um, into your company, then you can, you can constantly claim it. I mean, it's, it's, it's permanent and it's, and it's here to stay. Um, one of the things that might be good to talk about right now is um, the, the cost categories that can be claimed. Is that all right? Please. Yeah, yeah. So, so for example, um, we talked about the four-part test, but we also have four different cost categories that you can claim. So you can claim salaries and wages of your employees that are doing R&D activities, and that means people that are either directly engaged in the programming or the engineer, computer engineering. You claim people that are directly supporting it um, as far as, you know, at, even at, on an administrative sort of level, and then folks that are directly supervising. So you can, you can kind of run the gamut from, from you know, a, a COO or a CTO all the way through to your line engineers and then even your junior techs and so on and so forth. Um, and that, those dollars go right into the bucket of, of qualified costs. You can also claim um, contractor costs. So if you bring somebody in on a 1099 basis or an ad hoc basis or a consultative basis um, and pay them to do a specific item or a specific specialty that they're very uh, adept at, that, those costs can be claimed as well. And then, um, interestingly enough, you can also claim um, cloud services costs. So if you're, claiming, if you're using AWS for, or Azure for... Uh, for development purposes, you know, as, as a test environment or UAT or QAT type of environment or any kind of, uh, any kind of uh, development stage, those costs can be claimed as well. So there's, there's quite a few, um, few items that can be claimed in, in this situation. Yeah. May I ask you a question about that then? Because, again, I'm, 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 I'm never going to understand the tax code of, of the United States. <laughs> um, and, and, and I don't know, I, to be honest, I don't want it. Um, but so here's – let me just go follow up on what you just said. 
my company, we, we go and we build, we engage with the company and they spend 20 grand for us to build a system, right? $20,000. And in that, but part of that is we're also, we're building a system in the Citrix Podio where there's licensing needs, right? So say they've got 50 people using it. They may be spending $7,000 a year on the, the, the um, cloud architecture of Podio and another couple thousand on some other architecture bits of software, cloud architecture that we need. Um, is, does that mean that there's a potential for claiming both on our fees, like the, the, on, the, on the money they've invested in building these new processes and, and doing this, and the licenses? Or do they really mean just if I've got like Amazon Web Service to, to host stuff? Like is it, is it licenses or is it just you know, can, can it be that, that base is like a, a subscription, a buying licenses to Podio so that we can build things into it? If, if, the, license, if the licenses are seen as a subscription, as, as giving access to the, the web space or the services, that's entirely different than actually, you know, purchasing a piece of software. Um, if you're looking at a situation where um, you're, you're, license, you know, you're licensing, um, you know, 50, 50 users on, a, on one software, that's not necessarily the same thing as, as what uh, what we're talking about. So if you, the the code is very specific as to um, it being the rental or back in the back in the day it was you know it, it was made in the 80s when the computers were the size of the room I'm sitting in right now, um, and and it was designed to, for the idea of the rent or the rental or usage of computer space, meaning um, you know actually going somewhere and like using a computer because no one people in the 80s not everybody had not in fact not any anybody really had laptops or desktops and what have you. Um, but what that's taken what how that is sort of changed in the modern era is you know if you're leasing a computer space uh, or an environment you know externally and remotely those costs qualify, but the licensing, generally you see that is treated as a, you know, either a normal operating cost uh, as, as part of the business, or you can see that as sometimes as a, as a capitalized asset of some kind. But those, the, to answer your question, uh, the licenses would not be qualified. But, but for instance, if, they're, if we build together a project and they spend $25,000 on us developing all these you know, new processes and improving things, that twenty five thousand dollars, they may be that may qualify. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, that's. I mean, you can't have everything. I mean, uh, like uh, you know. I mean, now there, I can certainly see points. There's a lot of projects we do where we're trying to figure out how to do a very complex process, and we have to actually get server space to figure out. Like, do we have to do it over here? That may apply. But I totally understand that Podio licenses or software licenses are just like that's cost of business. That's right, that's, right. Like getting sales. And, and, the, and, the, and the scenario that you just described of, of you know getting some space, on a, you know, to test this out or to kind of run trials that would call that would qualify. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I totally understand that. Um, and and so my other understanding of this is that there is a certain element of retrograde you can do looking backwards to. Uh, like so, I've got clients here who have been with us for well seven years, um, but I've also got quite a lot of clients who we maybe started working with a year ago or a year and a half ago and built systems. My understanding is that already you can claim back a bit as well. Is that true? Yeah, that's that's actually that's definitely correct. Um, the IRS allows um, a three-year look back from the date of filing. So you, so for example, right now. Um, most people would have filed their um, 2016 tax returns 
or sorry, their 2015 tax returns in 2016, and 2016 would have been filed in 2017. So right now, yeah, <laughs> and that's a little bit of that's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a complex thing, but don't worry, we got you in good hands. Um, but basically, basically, you have a three-year look back plus your current year. Let's put it that way. Um, and so that means you can actually look back and claim those three years of cost um, and kind of get four years all done in one fell swoop. Now, another interesting thing about the 2015 uh, amendment is that they've now allowed you to use uh, the R&D tax credit against payroll taxes. So even if you're not making a profit, you can actually use your, your R&D uh, credit against um, your payroll taxes. So, you're, I mean, you're, if, if you're paying the right people, the, the right amount to keep them working for you, you're going to be running into money. You're going to have payroll taxes. So that's a that's a new wrinkle that that makes it really uh, makes the R&D credit really accessible and really uh, useful for like your startups. Wow. Okay. Well, listen. Um, we've only got a few minutes left. Um, I think this is fascinating, and I know a lot of people are going to be interested. Um, don't forget, guys. I will be putting links in here so you can directly contact these guys. And, um, and, and they'll be able to, to, to speak with you. But let's just quickly understand. So from a business model point of view, um, I, you know, I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm, I've already engaged with you guys. Um, and I'm bringing my clients to you. But do, you know, uh, what do I have to pay? Do people have to pay a fee? Do, you know, like, what's the structure? I mean, everything sounds too good to be true here. So what's the catch? Well, I mean, honestly, I don't think there really is much of a catch at all. I mean, obviously, we got to keep our doors open, too. And, uh, you know, Pay, pay for the, the right people to do the, the work. Well, the way we work is um, we always want you to be, want everyone that works with us to be cash positive. So what we do is um, we, we identify a credit benefit um, and then whatever that benefit is, um, we, we usually charge a, a 25% uh, percent fee of, of that. So basically you win, we win, we win as well. Um, and it, and, it, and it, it works out pretty well for everybody. Obviously, you know, we uh, we're a big fan of startups and, and and new folks. So if there's cash if there's cash flow pro, uh, issues, you know, we're happy to, to chat in more detail. But that's that's kind of how uh, our how our paycheck gets gets made. But but what you're also saying is that it's not like people have to be worried about contacting you. That you're going to be like, oh, by the way, you're going to owe us, you know, oh yeah, we'll look at this, but it's going to cost you ten grand for us to get started. You know, no, and uh, interesting, uh, and Jordan, uh, thanks, thanks for bringing that up. Um, we actually do an initial assessment that's complimentary. Um, so we'll, we'll sit down, talk with you, uh, hash through, look over some, some things in, in broad detail, and come to an agreement of, hey, this is how much we think you're going to be able to, to get. And, and then we both decide mutually, you know, is that, is that juice worth the squeeze? You know, are we going to move forward? And then, and then we, uh, we, that's how we, how, we, how we roll. I don't think I've ever heard that expression. I like it. I'm going to use it. Um, well, listen, guys, I mean, that is fantastic. Um, what I'm going to do because, um, you know, I'm really passionate that I think this is a great opportunity for anybody building in Podio. Um, and, and I've actually sorry, one more thing. I, I've, my experience of you guys and as a company, but also as this process, R and D process, cause I've been around technology for 10 years. So I've kind of seen it, but what, is it also true that a lot of times you'll like, I've introduced, um, companies uh, to to you know people like Layton, and you, not all because I said well, what we're doing qualifies, but when you get in there, you see other things as well. So you can help them uncover even more stuff. Is that something that usually happens? That's that's exactly why why we exist and why we why we have a you know a going concern as far as the business is, is gone. Um, our team is, is has enough experience and enough knowledge of both industry of all of the industries as well as the law to kind of uncover those those hidden gems. 
and turn over those rocks and find out, oh, well, you're claiming this as a cost category, but it actually qualifies in this sense, and so why don't we claim that? And you'd be surprised how much extra dollars there, there, there are to be found. Excellent. Well, um, I'm, I'm hugely excited. I mean, these guys, Leighton, um, I'm going to be um, posting some links in, on my website, on the page for the podcast, also in the podcast notes. Um, and there'll be a, a form that you can fill in, which will very easily just get you in contact directly with the right offices because, of course, they work over different com um, countries. So I'm, I'm embedding that to try and facilitate this because I believe for every Podio partner out there, this is an opportunity for you to make your sales easier. How much easier is it to sell if you're saying, mate, I'm going to charge 25 grand and you're going to be able to claim most of that off your tax. Like that, that makes a sales cycle way easier. Um, and for those of you building your own systems in Podio listening here, this is an opportunity for you to, to take that investment that you're building into your company and actually turn it around and, and save some cash and get some cash out of it. Um, Leighton, they're a fantastic company. Um, and, um, you know, we, we really believe in them. We introduce our clients to them. And um, I, I, guys, I just want to say how much I appreciate you taking some time to, to explain this to the Podio community because I think it's hugely valuable. Do you have any final things you want to just mention? Uh, every, business, every business is eligible. Every business is different. We'd love to work with you and um, get you the, the tax dollars you deserve. Excellent. Uh, listen, guys, uh, take a look at the link. Um, get get in touch with them. As they said, there's no upfront cost. There's not. They, it's you know they do a free assessment. It is something that I really strongly recommend everybody do. Save you money. Save your clients uh, money. Um, guys, I appreciate you being here. Have a fantastic week. And uh, you know I'm signing off for today. Uh, thanks very much. Thanks, Thank you, Jordan. Jordan. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You've been listening to Supercharged with Jordan Samuel Fleming. Subscribe today on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify for your weekly dive into how you can supercharge your business by making it powered by Podio. Be sure to check out our website, wearegamechangers.com, where you can learn more and arrange a 30-minute call with Jordan to help you understand how Podio supercharges you. 